to you wherever you may be this is the production room brought to you by replay the collective marketing agency this is episode 11 of the production room and i'm joined by nelson dale and mikhail alfon we're here to rock and roll today we're going to be talking about marketing to different audiences specifically different generations and ages age brackets of humans that populate the united states of america an article from Smart Hustle states that there's 80 million millennials, the most educated and the laziest generation of them all, uh, grown up in technology, um, and they have they will that that largest the largest group, and they will soon pass, uh, or they already have passed baby boomers uh, as the largest group, uh, as the largest demo age demo. Um, they're unpredictable. Millennials are unpredictable. They're not always brand loyal, and they're com as comfortable buying on Amazon, online, making an e-commerce purchase as they are going to the store and making a purchase off the rack. So looking at millennials and understanding kind of what I just threw out there about the millennial generation, when it comes to marketing, what platforms do you think are the most successful to advertise on to reach millennials in this audience? That was oh, my on me. Okay. <laughs> on you. I think uh, I mean the best platforms to reach millennials right now. It would definitely be Instagram. I think is the number one platform, IG. and then uh, after that it's Snapchat, and then I think after that is YouTube. That's oh, exactly yeah. in those wow. orders. Wow. Yeah. That blew, was a just blew my mind right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And I think if you're talking about marketing products and things like that, YouTube's a great place because a lot of the the like YouTube stars they have like loyal following. How to videos and. Not Pro only that, if they're doing vlogs, a lot of them do mail time and things like that. Mm -hmm. So you're sending products and they're doing reviews of products yeah. to a, a loyal fan base right. who will spend 10 minutes watching a video of right. you, of yeah. your day. Yeah. So I think it's a great place to start. Uh, also think like if you're quick on the gun, you need to jump to new social media platforms right away. Okay. Because a lot of younger generation will try new uh, platforms before the older generation gets there. We've seen that with Snapchat. And guys like, you know, DJ Khaled made, made a huge splash by doing that because he was one of the first, like, like older entrepreneurs to get mm -hmm. on the platform, mm -hmm. you know, and kill it just with knowledge and experience. What do you think? Uh, where to market to millennials? I'm, well, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think that that's – I think that those are some really great places to do it. Um, I also for, – for me personally, I would say – Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube kind of threw me for a loop, but I also makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I also sense. I think that there's a lot of millennials still on Facebook. To be honest with you, yeah, um, not but as, maybe not as engaging as month, but they're scrolling through the feed. They're definitely scrolling through the feed, and I think that you know advertising and marketing to them for brand awareness is definitely something that you can that would be good on uh, on Facebook as well as Instagram Stories, man. Like, it's, so it's a little different, yeah. right? Instagram Stories is crazy now. Like when Instagram Stories. Uh, comes up and i know it's an ad like i'm watching the whole thing through and it's crazy it's like you're watching tv i mean you are essentially watching tv but it's like you're watching tv so instagram stories for uh you know for brand awareness and i think is excellent 
they took it out from like having to scroll now. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they, you just sit there and watch. You don't yeah. have to like just move boom, anything. Next, yeah. next, so, next, next. So native. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. I think even uh, going back to how do you target, I think like social retargeting is, is the biggest thing for millennials because uh-huh. then you're in their space. Yeah. Yeah. It's not banner ads or anything like that. It's, it's directly native. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's so key. So, I mean, Instagram stories, Facebook's got Facebook stories. Uh, Facebook has Facebook stories, but that mm, no, yeah. get out of there. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't. I don't because see a lot I of people like Facebook using has it. so much to offer. It's like another thing. That's yeah, kind of yeah. a, is it kind of an interesting play on their part. I think it was literally a, a kick in the shins. Yeah, yeah. I really think I, it was like that. It's like, hey, by the way, I took your girl. <laughs> like for this Instagram stories. Oh, and I'm gonna get your mom's phone number too and get her pie. Like, like that's crazy. Brutal. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. So that's cool. So looking at the Gen Xer. So this is 1965, born from 1965 to 1983. Um, Gen X demographic covers 65 million Americans. Okay. This generation is important to target because these individuals are at the peak of their earning and their spending capacity, right? That's they're in the, they're in their spot where they've got dodo (laughs) to, to splurge. Right. Um, so while they weren't born in the internet era, they, they use smartphones. Okay. Everyone use, my parents use smartphones. My parents are in the baby boomers, but, uh, so they're older and that's a testament to, the adoption of the use of mobile technology that this generation does uh gen xers they don't they don't want to follow trends or styles they're not as easily convinced um so with both millennials and gen xers on social media right they're there um what do you think is the big difference between the two when it comes to advertising and the platform use and kind of the ad dollars and targeting that is spent on you know different platforms there uh well are we talking about like just just social media or like the internet in general? Uh, we're talking about advertising okay. in general, yeah. Yeah, so, so I mean, for not just social. for the Gen Xers, I mean, I've, for Snapchat and Instagram stories, I don't, I doubt it would be as effective. In fact, I also feel as if um, just Instagram feed ads would probably be pretty ineffective as well. But what we where we do see a lot of success is Facebook. Uh, Google, depending on what it is, obviously there's still a lot of Google searches happening there, but also email marketing is somewhere to really focus. I think for Gen Xers, I think they go through their email a lot more intently than millennials do. Um, so, you know, making sure that you're still focusing on that as a medium to sell a product or, you know, offer them something is something that'd be really effective. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And then on Facebook, I think they're more willing to share the information and Mm -hmm. more willing to engage with the information itself. And then another opportunity is Facebook groups and things like that. And then also uh, giving out like contests. If the amount of like like moms that stay at home that share like a Facebook content Mm -hmm. is a Facebook contest is crazy. I remember uh, for one uh, one (laughs) client that we had. uh, we were giving away two copper mugs, value five bucks. And uh, we got like maybe somewhere in like 50,000 views. Yeah. It was just insane. We didn't put any money behind it. It just yeah. the mugs sold themselves. So it was crazy. It was pretty crazy. I think another thing with, uh, with Gen X is more nostalgia brands. Mm-hmm. They have opportunity to retarget because there's a lot of loyal fans there. So mm-hmm. I think if you hit them on the head and, and you you know, drive that car a little bit more, it'll definitely go far. Dude, further. isn't that crazy? The nostalgia, uh, it's funny when we were going, doing pre-production for this, I, I remember thinking like, like the, 
like Oreos and even, you know, you go to Target or something like that. And there's a whole section of like back in the day stuff where it's like Lincoln logs are there. I'm like, dude, I want to buy my kids Lincoln yeah. logs. I don't have kids and I still want to buy them. Lincoln yeah. Logs. When I go to buy my daughter, like toys and stuff in the back, they have classic games ready to go yeah. like, already. Like, but not just like games where you used to open up, have plastic pieces and stuff like that. They're mm. done like really well. They're like, like these things that have been built by like yeah. little men. <laughs> <laughs> Are they called elves? <laughs> I guess. No, they're uh, called Filipinos. <laughs> uh, so, so baby boomers, my mom, my dad, 1946 to 1964, 76 million uh, consumers representing this particular category, uh, this demo age. And so, you know, these guys are focused. They brought up this is, you know, arguably the best generation, right? Hard work individualism, social activism, they value trust, they value loyalty, the sense of community. Many baby boomers are retired and will be retiring soon, but according to Across the Ages report, boomers are the most likely to begin bargain hunting, right? So nearly 28.9% of baby boomers say they only buy clothing when it's on sale, a larger share than any other group. Um, so these two generations, the baby boomers and the Gen Xers, uh, they're they're pretty they're they're on social media very heavily. Um, my 92 year old grandmother has a Facebook page. She likes and comments on my stuff every week. Um, the baby boomer generation didn't grow up in the technology with apps, but in a lot of cases, this media is carrying over because there's a lot of necessity to use these applications, right? Um, and so that's kind of changing. And as far as the need is concerned, it's like they're being kind of forced in to do it. But with the size of the phones, right, and with the ease of the use and the sort of the interfaces now really popular everything every all, all like really right now in design big bold lettering right big buttons icons very sort of easy to consume and the larger screens are really kind of opening it up and allowing the older generations to really adapt this technology quicker because the user interfaces are really easy to use um, so what kind of strategies do you think are important to use when marketing to the baby boomer aka the best generation I think uh, baby boomers in general when you're really thinking about it are a lot more simpler so there's a lot of uh, long videos that could, mm -hmm. could be published on Facebook, especially. And I think they're more willing, like we were talking about Gen X on email, baby boomers more <laughs> likely to read 80% of their emails. So mm. they're more likely to target from social media, go in, sign up for your newsletter, and want to learn more about discounts and sales mm -hmm. and things of those mm -hmm. natures. Yeah, I think uh, something that we've seen... Remi I'm sorry, remind me of the age bracket for... for 1960, uh, 1946 to 1965, born in 1960, so and 1946 so to 1964. Okay, so we're going to, you, you know, we're going about like 50 plus, right? Uh, if I'm doing my math correctly, that's... Uh, sorry, it's... Carry the one. 52. It's, it's so hard, like, without my... Uh, my iPhone calculator. 53 and, and you know, between 53 and, uh, you know, 70. It's funny. I don't associate it with a name now. Like, I've, I've been so into, like, Facebook ads and everything else. Like, I get to pick the demographic. It yeah. doesn't say, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then once you say, like, 53 plus, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's actually performing really well. Well, there's a few other... Uh, I think there's a few different ways that you can categorize the age groups. I think there's a couple of different ways to do it. We, this is just the, the year that we're born going by. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think there's varying degrees. Like there's of behavioral stuff too, I think, right? Well, yeah. I yeah. Know. Anyways, well. uh, for, but for 50 plus, what we've actually tried based off actually what Nelson said too, is they're a little bit more patient and they'll sit through a whole video. What we've actually tried and gotten pretty good results from are uh, one, um, 
Facebook canvas ads, which are really cool. Like they'll actually open, like you tap on it, it opens up and immerses your whole screen. It's and a you go great through. Great ad product, dude. It's so sweet. It is like, awesome. I even like I click on them and I get really excited when it's a canvas. They're ad. so cool. <laughs> they are really cool. Yeah, yeah. Because they take time. It's it's, it's, it's it, yeah. It it's, takes time to do. You have them. to you have to build a. It's a specific. You, you build like entire campaigns using that ad yeah. format. Right. Like you, it, it's a you can't. Storyboard. Yeah, you can't. You don't. T- you could. You take elements of that to uh, to and use the creative and things like that in other ad formats. Yeah. But the the mobile canvas is very unique. Dude, it's cool. And in addition to that too, like you were talking about bigger screens, it's like the the video ads too. I think the creative is very important here mm-hmm. because I think that you know. I think that, and I hate to generalize this, but I do feel like a lot of baby baby boomers will still be wowed by how something appears on their phone. Whereas for us, you know what I'm saying? Whereas like, for example, like people were doing, uh, this is for all the video, uh, the videographers and cinematographers. Like it was, they used to be adamant about doing a landscape video, but now everybody's doing vertical 916, right? So it's like, when somebody does a video like that and they actually film it and it immerses your whole screen, like that is something that captures somebody's attention. I think you're much more likely to capture the attention of a baby boomer and Gen X uh, in that format as well to watch an entire thing and then hit them with an offer at the end. And I, I think that'll work well. And it's the same concept. The reason I brought that up with the canvas ads is because the canvas ad does that too. You can swipe back and forth and it's an immersive experience for somebody. Um, and your conversion rate might be a little bit lower, but their quality of the lead is going to be a lot better. Okay. Interesting. So that's, that is really interesting. That kind of brings me into this, this new spot where we're focusing on, um, with, uh, with a couple of our clients in so that the healthcare, um, and the, the in-home care services, geriatric care, um, that's kind of taking place here in our, it's sort of, it's getting really popular. Right. Um, and, you know, taking care, like having your, we're growing old is a part of the human condition. Right. And, mm-hmm you know, there's this negative connotation associated with being put into a home, right? Um, And there's this really desperate need for like disruptive service providing and technology that's used to really sort of enhance this and make it a lot better. Um, And so we know that social media marketing continues to increase in its popularity, but in a new retirement home, if a let's say a new retirement home company is trying to market their their new opening and they wanna they wanna fill their rooms and fill their beds, um, so their target audience is gonna be in that baby boomer old and a little bit older generation and even um, some of the silent generation too as well. So, what do you think a company like this would need to do to be successful in in advertising um, their retirement home? Um, well. you're absolutely right. I think one of the biggest issues is like there is a negative connotation to like being put in a home type Mm -hmm. of thing. But one of the biggest things is because uh, producing the content and giving an inside view of what it is like inside of any facility or any brand is so easy to do, the nurse, like the nursing homes and the retirement homes should really make an effort to go live on Facebook, to go live on maybe not Instagram because it's not baby boomers, but go live on Facebook, you know, show the recreation, do tours with the people who actually work there, the nurses, the director of staff development, the DONs, that type of thing, and actually go and like talk about their facility, how they're better, do it in live format. Yeah. Okay. And then take that live, take that live video and you can then use ad spend to target the people that you actually want to, 
um, to target the people that you actually, you know, want don't to use a stock image yeah don't use a yeah, stock no. image show your facility uh -huh. so that people know what the experience is like mm -hmm. focus a lot on reviews uh too i think is a really big thing and especially as the baby as you know soon it's going to be you know knock on wood soon it's uh, going to be like us who are already familiar with you know with social media and how digital platforms work it's like you know, there's a whole thing. It's building trust that way. Like you got to be ahead of the game a little bit, but I think uh, Facebook live and doing live feeds and candid videos often to gain trust with the uh, potential patient's family um, or resident's family and the uh, nursing home is clutch in that spot. Yeah. I think you're, you're right about the Facebook live. And then I would also say you do Instagram live and you take the audience from there because I think that you also have to target their kids mm -hmm. essentially because yeah. there are a lot of the decision makers in those those situations because um, they feel like if they can't take them in, then they want to make sure that it's a safe place, mm -hmm. safe uh, safe spot for their parents. Um, I definitely I like the live uh, portion because you build trust. Yeah, you mm -hmm. know, and you're, you're not afraid to show any flaws if you do have them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all right there, and uh, I think that's a good way to go. Yeah. Excellent, guys. Well, right on. Well, we hope that you were able to take a lot from this episode. We love talking about the different generations. We have a lot of different generations within our clients and our clients' clients and our audiences range. And uh, we hope that you were able to kind of take a lot from really targeting some of these different audiences. We love everybody of all ages um, here at Replay, the collective marketing agency. You just watched and listened to an episode of The Production Room, brought to you by Replay, the collective marketing agency. I'm your host, Sam Smith. And until next time, don't stop growing, folks. Don't ever, ever stop.